so I had all these plans to like look up information about what you what we're talking about today, and then my kid got sick and all things went to hell. I'm sorry. No, it's not your problem. It's it's his fault. <laughs> Freaking um, babies. God. Yeah, let's introduce Stan, our Bigfoot enthusiast. Bigfoot He's enthusiast. Joining us. Um, um, whiskey and wino, because we never say our name. Uh, <laughs> we're still starting with what are you drinking? That's always our first line. So what are you drinking? Yeah, uh, Bandit. Again, the, what do you call it? Chicken broth. Chicken broth. It does, it does look like chicken broth. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're yeah. drinking soup. That's weird, but yeah. okay. It's good. It's tasty and it's cheap. And it folds flat, so my neighbors, when I when I pour it into the recycle bin, my, my neighbors can't hear it. You pour your wine into your recycle bin? No, no, my, like yeah. the bottle, you uh. know, at the end. Like, <laughs> I sound like an alcoholic when I empty my recycle that's inside uh. to go outside because it's all, like, clang, clang, clang. So this way, it's stealth. Wow, uh, that makes sense. My neighbors don't think I'm an alky. I'm drinking Jim Beam, and I don't give a shit what my neighbors think. Yeah. Well, right. I live in El Cajon, so yeah, so I can get away with anything here. It's fine. As long as it's not meth needles. Right? I'm tapping the Rockies today. I'm drinking uh, Coors Light because, you know, it's a weekday. Isn't there Bigfoot sightings in the Rockies? Oh, yeah, probably. So you themed it that way on purpose, right? No, I like Coors Light. I meant to look up a drink, called, see if there was one called Bigfoot, but I didn't. But I I'm thought sure about it on is. the way home. <laughs> I think uh, there was I think a, there's a beer. Oh, it was great, great divide brewing. When you used to buy their variety pack, they used to give you a little sticker with Bigfoot on it. it awesome. Are huh. we going to eat the jerky? Oh, yeah. Jacklings. Yeah, I was like, but I can't remember what. Yeah, Jacklings. <laughs> yes. I'm going to need more whiskey. I'm going to have to call my Butler. boy in eventually. He, well, he filled up a class so he wouldn't have to come in and be my bitch. But he might have to anyway. Well, we kind of gave away what we're talking about this episode already without oh. saying it. But we're talking about Bigfoot today. Bigfoot! I almost texted yeah. you to bring me more whiskey. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Damn it. You're such a bitch. No, I'm sorry. So usually, Aaron, you start us out. But do you, so do you want to? Can you hear the air conditioner? No. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. That's so great. <laughs> it's set to 78. Our house, we have like a portable AC and we're like boiling inside of our house by like 3 o'clock. Mine's at 73 because I'm a big pussy. Because I'm old and I have hot flashes now and I do what I can. It's all about me. <laughs> That's fine. I do always start off and I am just doing the Bigfoot basics and Stan, anytime you want to interrupt me, go ahead. Like i don't get insulted. I there's a lot of information out there. There's too much. There's like a million one resources out there. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a lot. So I'm like, oh my God. Like you said, we could do a whole serial on this. This is from Wikipedia. I used all that is interesting and exemplore.com. And if I stop and pause, it's because I'm trying to pronounce a word. Because I'm gonna try to pronounce my words better. Since everyone makes fun of me. Don't worry, I mumble. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so in North America folklore, Bigfoot in, or Sasquatch is a hairy, upright, walking, ape-like creature 
who reportedly dwells in the wilderness and leaves behind footprints, like most things do, um, strongly associated with the Pacific Northwest, particularly Oregon, Washington, and British Columbia. Individuals claim to see the creature across North America in general. Over the years, the creature has inspired numerous commercial commercial ventures. You mispronounced that one. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. So the top 10 names for Bigfoot or Bigfoot's cousins across the world. Sasquatch is the most common in North America, in particular the Pacific Northwest. It's pretty much interchangeable with Bigfoot. The Yeti abominable snowman usually lives in the Himalayas. Number three is the skunk ape, which is what he's, yes, he is known. That's right. It is Florida. Why is it in Florida? Because everything ends up in Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Everything stinks in Florida. Um, It's because he supposedly lives in the swamps and is said to have this horrific stench due to the methane in packed bogs. Um, Yowie. The fact that he's wearing a coat all year. Yeah, yeah, it's probably pretty rank. It's probably pretty rank, absolutely. Um, Yowie, he lives in Australia, or she. Of course. Australia has a cool name for it. (laughs) Almost is a a Mongolian um, bipedal. I wanted to say bipedal, and I actually had to look it up on Google Pronounce, because I'm like, that's not right. It's bipedal. Yeah. I'd take it either way. All right. It's a humanoid that's more human than ape, so more like a primitive human. The grass man, he's a Bigfoot that has a really specific niche. He lives in the farmlands of Ohio and western Pennsylvania. Shout outs to my family. Oh, sorry. Dude, there's uh, a lot of shit going down in Pennsylvania as far as Bigfoot. Yeah. I'm like, that's where my parents live, where if I would move, it would be there. So I don't need any more creepy crawlies out there. Um, that's not a creepy crawly. That's going to come that's kill your true. ass. That's it's huge. <laughs> so maybe they don't have black bears. Maybe they're Bigfoots. The Wendigo hails from the woods of Canada. He's also a legend from Native Americans who can transform from human to creature with very bad intentions. Wait a minute. Mm. Was the Wendigo? Um, did we cover that? Skywalker? Sky, wait, what's it called? The Ranch? Skinwalker. Skinwalker. Yeah, that sounds um, uh, like they could yeah. be interchangeable. We there. did, and I think if we ever talk about werewolves, um, they get thrown in there too. Um, this one I actually pronounced right when I said it, and Nick actually told me that. Um, it's Orang Pendek. What is Nick's authority? Uh, well, because when I said it out loud, I didn't think he'd know what it meant, and he's like, yeah, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. Is it Wolverine's exoskeleton or whatever? No, I forgot what that was, though. But that's funny. What? Adamantium. Adamantium? Yes. Yes. (laughs) He's 100% correct. He's Um, actually our X-Men enthusiast, not just a Bigfoot. That's not true. I'm still useless. Um, It's useful here. (laughs) Yes, it is. Orang Pendek comes from Sumatra. Um, He's only a few feet tall, so he's considered the pygmy version of Bigfoot. And they sound like hobbits. When I read about them, they sound like hobbits. Um, Could you imagine that thing coming at you? It's all little. It's all (laughs) It'd be like, what was that show? It's like the land before time. No, it was uh, like a time travel 
show where they had like a little the land before on. lost yeah the lost <laughs> what were those things called oh god i don't know. i'm lost I don't oh my know. god that's it that's all i'm gonna think about the rest of the show just so you know <laughs> um this one i had to i had to spell out for for me mapanguri mapaguri said to be the south American jungle cousin of Bigfoot. It's said to resemble a giant ground sloth with a mouth on its stomach. That's, what? That's weird. Yeah. That's like a giant land I mean, starfish. A mouth on their stomach? Alright. I did not think of the starfish, but yeah. A land guess. starfish. <laughs> nailed it. Um, the urine, this is number 10. Chinese wild man also, he's called. He comes from the forests of China. He is worth mentioning because that particular area is where the giant ape, this is one of those words, <laughs> I could say it at work, Giganthropicus. You know, you always say that you say it right, and I, I don't do. believe you. And then I get I, home, and I'm like, uh, Giganthropithecus. Giganthropithecus. Yes, that's the guy. And he went extinct, probably because no one could say his freaking name. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. So, like, you know, whatever. We're just going to extinct him. It's, words too hard. Words are too hard. Okay, so I have ten interesting facts about Bigfoot, which, honestly, I don't think a lot of these are true. But, hey, we're going to go with it. So, Stan, you Hear can it. step in there at any moment. There are 12 different kinds of Bigfoot just in the United States. As a matter of fact, every state except Hawaii has some kind of Bigfoot connection. So, sorry, Hawaii. You, Bigfoot can't swim, I guess. He's not making boats? I guess he's not making boats. Uh, Bigfoot legends go back at least 3,000 years. how did he get to Australia? Magic. Um, we all used to be one, you know, big continent, you know? Pangea? Pangea, yeah. Well, doesn't that include Hawaii? No, it doesn't, Jen. Volcanoes <laughs> made Hawaii rise, and that's that. Yeah, man. All right. Everybody knows that. Fine. Who keeps inviting Jen to the show? <laughs> Big Bad Legends go back at least 3,000 years. The Iroquois, the Shawnee, and the Cher- uh, <laughs> Cherokee all have tales of Bigfoot. They're, he's older than Christ? He's older than Christ. The Cherokee called him Jewel Akalu. Yes, that one is correct because I literally pronounced it exactly how I wrote it. Um, also known as the Cherokee, okay. I keep wanting to say Cherokee, and I don't know why. Cherokee devil that married a young girl and was blamed for all the tribe's misfortunes after that. He apparently is a slutty Bigfoot. Uh, the original Bigfoot makes a sound like a steam engine. The Iroquois called him the Midnight Whistler, first clan of Bigfoot, to venture from the cave system where they hid from humans. <laughs> they communicated with a booming whistle that allegedly sounds like a train. I don't okay. know why they know what trains sound like. Okay, I don't know. Okay. This there. is a this is a good one. Bigfoot has psychic powers. What? Well, he's telepathic. Apparently, the Cherokee legends. Why do I keep saying Cherokee? Why am I stuck on you Cherokee? Didn't. You I didn't did. just say it. Cherokee. I did. The okay. Cherokee legend claims that they have the power to read people's minds, and present day witnesses have claimed that they lose time after sightings, a lot like abductees of aliens, and sometimes Bigfoot makes them strip naked and go crazy. Oh, man, that's what? right. What? Is that what happened at the, what the fuck is it called? 
something the Donner happened. party that got eaten? Oh, no, 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 no. It's in Russia. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. I don't know what this it was called. It's going to be an I... editing fucking nightmare. God damn it. <laughs> it's the something past. Diet, diet love. Oh. I just, it's diet love. Is that Christian? Yeah. Oh, shit. He brought me yeah. a refill of Pepsi and not whiskey. Oh. Wow. Wrong juice, man. The, uh, there was a website I visited that had some very interesting theories on Bigfoot uh, that involved the reason their heads are, are larger and shaped more up in the top part is because they have a, a higher existence. They can access that part of their brain that, that we can never access. So they oh. have the ability to, to be telepathic and these like sentient being types. But how are they stuff. telepathic with us then if we don't have that extra layer of brain? Just go with it, man. Right? God, she's like that, Stan. You don't know what it's like being her partner. It's like watching a, a, a movie, an action movie. Just just buy off on it. No. No. She I have always to know. edits it, so I, I sound dumb and she sounds really smart. <laughs> no. So get used to that. Just learn how to edit, Aaron, and then you can be in control. <laughs> Bigfoots? Okay, I wrote Bigfoots, but is it big feet? I mean, is Bigfoots plural? Is it just... It's not plural, for great. sure. It's not plural. Well, there's no big, Bigfoots? It could be plural. I don't know, but it's a plural good isn't a word. The only <laughs> just, person that would have that answer is... The I wrote Bigfoots, and I was like, well, that's weird. Yeah. Um, they possibly bury their dead, and that's why we never find any, like, Bigfoots laying around. Uh-oh. Speaking of Bigfoots, I have a a windigo in, in here. I do. It's big. I quiet. It's big feet or big foots. So Is that either. true? Oh, big feet. See, that internet. sounds silly. Big feet. In Appalachia, um, chupacabras, also known as a West Virginia werewolf, thought that Wait, maybe I they worked together. Collusion. I thought they I, were a Mexican critter. Like that's what I was just gonna say. Yeah. That's then I thought, forget it. I but, wonder if the chupacabra is like the dog to Bigfoot. Yes. Okay. God damn it. Get out of my notes. Because <laughs> they supposedly hunt together and the chupacabra sniffs it out like a bloodhound. And then the Bigfoot's like the muscle. So, yeah. So they make a good team. I've never heard that before. Have you ever heard that, Stan? I'm like, for being interesting facts, I was like. Mm, it's deep in this. Weird theories, but I never heard that one. It's yeah. Bigfoot. It's somebody. Uh, no one is the authority. Like, which is what I found in all my notes. Like, it's like, oh, all of a sudden he's hanging out with chupacabras, and you know, vampires are next, and aliens. Like, it's whole thing. Um, Bigfoot okay. <laughs> communicates through tree knocks. So investigators believe that knocking on wood with their fists or sticks are how they communicate with other Bigfoots or humans. Bears and gorillas do this also, but they usually clap with their hands to warn of impending danger, hmm. probably humans, which is true. I, well, we're, I was watching a documentary on Bigfoot yesterday, and that's how they were trying to get his attention. Like, the investigators were, like, banging pans, and I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Now I get it, because they didn't explain. They just started doing it. That's because if you're watching a Bigfoot documentary, you should already know that. Apparently, <laughs> you should know that. I was like, oh, that makes sense. I mean, I kind of figured it out on my own, but now I actually have, you know. Um, Bigfoot might be a surviving member of the presumed extinct race of ancient apes, which is when I have to say the word again, and how they got here, Jen. 
is they crossed the Bering Bridge from Asia from into Asia. the U.S. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus. <laughs> I need to keep him as an Aaron interpreter. <laughs> Although those fossils have never been found in North America. I thought you were saying something that was in like Chinese or something. I literally knew how to say this before I left work. I literally practiced in my office like a weirdo. I thought you were telling me like the name of the ancient past. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it crossed my mind too. Oh my god. Okay, number nine. Bigfoot's like apples. What? Investigators Fact. say that um, golden delicious apples in West Virginia in particular, that they love to go in their um, orchards and mac down some, some golden delicious apples, and they also enjoy blueberry bagels. And no, I didn't oh, make that up. No, I do think. that's yeah, That's you always not throw this shit thing. in where she's like, and then they had dead babies crawling. And then I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, no, that wasn't. I just added that. <laughs> There's no way blueberry bagels are oh, on that list. That was a true thing, but it sounds like something I would say, so I just had to put it out there. It wasn't me. Um, Bigfoot is ruthless. Um, he, The most aggressive living Bigfoot is in the Appalachians. Um, he's eight feet tall, 500 pounds, and covered in black hair, and is very unafraid of people. And the Shawnee says in the 1700s, he killed seven members of their tribe. See, there's like, there's two camps. There's, there's the Bigfoot's violent and angry and will mess you up if you're in its area. And then there's the other camp where Bigfoot's just, you know, living his life in the forest. And, you know, you're there and you see it and then moves on and does its own thing. Okay, let me tell you the disturbing amount of romantic movies that involve Bigfoot and a woman. <laughs> what? I did a search Are you on my about Amazon. Books? Can, no, you please just, can you please <laughs> describe you. your... Yeah, on Amazon, I just put in Bigfoot for documentaries. Did you really really like, like Bigfoot kisses and stuff like that? Like, you know, Jen, Bigfoot, big only dick. for a yeah. few, <laughs> you know. No, there was, like, all this stuff. It was, like, the, um, what's that creature from the Black Lagoon or whatever? This is on your Amazon, on your Amazon account? Yeah, I just typed in Bigfoot, and then it was, like, these... Bigfoot women. It was like a romance movie. <laughs> I didn't watch it, so I really don't know what it was about. But the sure. front cover was like a Fabio type of cover. Oh, one of those romantic novels. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of funny. I speaking of that, in the seventies was Bigfoot's decade. So that's when, he's hairy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a really good possibility. He made a cameo on the Six Million Dollar Man. He was in comic books. He was in movies. That's when the FBI actually had a file on Bigfoot. Well, because, because that was when the Patterson. Uh, Correct. Yeah. Gimlin, yeah. yes. Wasn't yeah. that in 67? Uh, 1970. I don't, I don't know no, about that. No, because Patterson died in 77. So it was well, like before. In 1976, this. Bigfoot enthusiast sent 15 hairs attached to skin to be analyzed. Um, unfortunately, the FBI sent it back saying that it was actually deer family origin hair, some kind oh. of deer family. And they closed their file on Bigfoot in 1977. At least that's what they say. Mm -hmm. um, 
<laughs> I'm sure it was passed on to the X Files team. Oh, then Agent Scully and Muller. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Watch Muller okay. and Dana Scully. Of course. So I'm almost finished. Um, just so you know, 29% of Americans believe in Bigfoot. Only 21% of Canadians, eh? So I went to the streets. Winning to ask, again. You went to the streets. I went to the streets and I asked three people. <laughs> you know, a, well, a sensible sample size. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Those I were the only people who would speak to her. But she walked up down <laughs> the street and, and said, hey, next we, all, <laughs> we all might be blood related, maybe. <laughs> but I really did only ask three people. And they, okay, I asked my husband today, but I knew he'd say no because he doesn't believe in anything. So that was pretty easy. Um, so uh-huh. my first person is Shane. He's a principal. Um, these are his his exact quotes. Here's the thing. These type of creatures have not just been seen in the Northwest, but all over the world, including different parts of the United States. Skunk, swamp monsters, yeti, some weird monster they think lives in Alaska. There are also many, there are also many that must be something. Maybe not man-like creature, but something out there. He didn't answer the question. Politician. Oh, yes, he totally believes. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the one who's teaching our youth. Uh, um, actually for Christmas, I got him a, a Bigfoot doesn't believe in you either. Sign. Oh, I got one of those pens in my office. It's like one of those <laughs> uh, big, uh, it hangs the big right yellow, on the door. The, perfect. Um, my second person was Katie. Um, she is, a an anthropology student. And I believe in her. Oh, she's, yeah, she's my niece. <laughs> uh, I believe in Bigfoot because it would be ignorant not to. Now, whether it is still existing today or not is a big question. I believe it because some of our species today are evolved from much bigger and different looking creatures. I believe there was a creature much like Bigfoot, but I'm sure if it, I'm unsure if it still exists today. However, the folklore and myth are very much real, much like some creatures from other cultures like Mothman and Skinwalkers. There is some truth to every folklore. To anyone who argues my opinion by stating there are no fossils of any Bigfoot-like creature, I would like to remind them that there are thousands of species that once existed that we have no knowledge about because of lack of fossilization. Most people don't understand that the reason why fossils are so precious is because the actual fossilization Fossilization practice is incredibly rare in nature and has to be under precise circumstances. Does she not sound like an anthropologist? Katie, yeah, she sounds like she knows shit. Right? I was like, oh, I got to put this. Yeah, yeah. All right, then I have Caitlin. Her job, she's in the Secret Service. Oh. I mean. My niece. Niece. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I do believe in Bigfoot. I've read and watched a lot of documentaries on Bigfoot, and there is just so much evidence that he does exist. All of the stories I've seen say there is a strange smell associated with him or her in strange fur. That's all she told me, but, you know, she's kind of a stinky girl. Okay, I would second that because I've read a lot of that about the smell. Yeah. Well, not not that he stunk, but there was a, like, a a distinct smell. Like Like it got romantic. Yeah, I was just gonna say that I'm like, she's like, he doesn't smell a look. He smells great, it's just different. It's his pheromones, that's what draws all the ladies to him. <laughs> I know Jen got all pretty for me this time, and I, I was like, it's because we're talking about her boyfriend. She's like, uh-huh. looking for a man. 
I know. I put makeup on today. I haven't in a long time. <laughs> Fact. All right. I'm done Which with my, my, my Bigfoot basics. There you go. Good job. Great. Thank you. Those were very interesting facts. So I looked into the commercial aspect of Bigfoot. Which is by far my favorite aspect of Bigfoot. So um, there's a guy called Tom Biscardi, and he is kind of known as the godfather of Bigfoot. And in 2013, the Tom Biscardi. Of, the godfather of Bigfoot. I think of the Godfather of Soul and all that. So okay, sorry. He makes Bigfoot come and kiss his ring every now and again, and then he gets the information. <laughs> so Tom registered a stock ticker BGFT with the Securities and Exchange Commission. It's oh. it's Bigfoot Project Investments Inc. But then I went to look it up and see like what it's trading at, and in 2020. January of 2020, it was at 0. 0.0001%. Oof. Or cent. Oh, is that sorry. how it's registered? Yeah. Point, yeah. So it's 0. 0.0001 cent. So it's practically worthless. It is. Well, damn, there goes my retirement. Right? So he, okay, but this guy, Tom Biscardi, his net worth is $11 million. Holy Because he is shit, all Bigfoot, which is, this is what, but is that his Bigfoot me. money? Like, did he make that money from Bigfoot? Or is he, like, an yeah. aeronautical he, engineer? Or does he, like, own, yeah. like, a bunch of trademarks? No, so he ha- actually has... Right? Look, I'm not going to go... I'm going out of order of my notes. And I'm not even... I don't... You know how I feel about going out of order of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is this just because we're asking the right questions? Yeah, because I'll get to it. <laughs> I'll take a drink. Anytime we say we'll get God to it, we've got to take a drink. I've already had like two. Well, hey, that's not my rule. One glass of wine. Okay. I'm almost so, this is his full time job. And he makes his money selling Bigfoot merchandise and uh, making it's not sure my that stuffed Bigfoot. I have a stuffed Bigfoot from Oregon and I was going to put on it. Well, take a picture because you know our listeners can't see you. So, <laughs> I was doing it for you guys. <laughs> Well, you have your Chargers thing in the background, that little Muppet thing hanging around that kind of looks like Bigfoot. That's my Charger monkey? I know. It creeps me out every time we record. Your shit creeps me out more than my shit. Yeah, but my shit, there's, it's real. Um, there's real people who are killers. Your shit is the spooky things that walk through walls. Like, if my house is closed up, people don't come and kill me. Ghosts can still come through, <laughs> even though it's locked. That's that true statement. Out. I don't like All that. Right. I'll give you that. Yeah, the like, aliens just beam right in. You know? So Tom Biscardi has the longest running Bigfoot webcast. So he has a radio that is just about Bigfoot, and apparently it's been on for 14 years. Wow. Since the the fuck? Pretty much the beginning of the internet. <laughs> you said he had a radio, and it's the longest radio ever for 14 years. No webcast. Longest running webcast. You said radio. All right, I'm not even gonna. I don't even care. All right. (laughs) Also on the website searchingforbigfoot.com, there are lots of things for sale, which is t-shirts, hats, movie collections, which is run by Tom Biscardi, so he gets all of that uh, money. 
I didn't listen to the webcast because I didn't care to, but it's still rude. So he'll never be a guest on our show. (laughs) So, you know, all the people that are listening to your podcast, don't let that. I'm sure he's a very nice man. Well, everything he, he also keeps his blog and everything. So it's not like necessary that you, listen to it we get it you hate him you want him to die we understand just read the cliff notes don't even bother um (laughs) i lost my place this is why it takes us like four hours to do this (laughs) um all right so tom biscardi is seriously into the bigfoot business though and it is his full-time job so he was also wrapped up in several hoaxes Having to do with Bigfoot. Like he he was found to be involved trying to legitimize Bigfoot. But yes. So I think it's because he believes so much that he wants to, like, he takes whatever people say. He's not very skeptical. He's not. He kind of just takes. So he claims to be hoodwinked by a woman in Nevada when he claimed that a Bigfoot was spotted by a webcam. And people paid $14 to have access to his webcam footage of Bigfoot. And he promoted that. So he was telling all of his listeners, you know, you should go. And then he was getting a cut of that because he was funneling people to this woman's um, like trail cam footage. And then it was found out to be a hoax. And this guy, George Norrie, interviewed him on Coast to Coast AM show. And when he found out it was a hoax, he demanded that everyone get refunded. Oh, man. So, yeah. So. Tom originally was like, no, it's not a hoax, you know, whatever. And then he did fess up to it and took responsibility. But he he claimed responsibility that he was funneling people to watch her webcam. But he didn't know it was a hoax either. So he didn't take responsibility. Like, I knew it was a hoax. You know, deliberately took people's money. Um, And then he was also duped when a couple from Georgia Okay, not a couple. It's two men, but it's a couple of people. You don't know. Into, <laughs> don't know. You don't judge here. You you know, yeah. love is love. Yeah, this is California. So, you know. Right? Hashtag love is love. In 2008, Matthew Witten and Rick Dyer said they found the body of Bigfoot and they had him in a freezer. And so Tom Biscardi claimed to touch this Bigfoot and to cooperate that, yes, it is real. And... Uh, is it a walk-in freezer? Yeah. No, it's a like a freezer chest. But if it's a Bigfoot, it must have been the biggest fucking freezer chest ever. Thank you. Thank you. Get this. Then Matthew and Rick fessed up and said it was fake. Well, what was it? It was a rubber costume. Oh, I was like, that's a good question. Then what exactly was in the freezer? Yeah. So Tom said that he touched this and felt it, and it was real. And it's a rubber costume. You cannot... Have you ever touched a rubber costume? It's yeah. not fucking real. Probably stank like rubber too. Yeah, yeah. So That's, the stench could have been real. Um. <laughs> so when Matthew and Rick fessed up and said it was fake, uh, Matthew almost lost his job because he is a police officer at the Clayton County Police Department in Georgia. So. So he had some, you know, perceived authority. Tom, of course, was shocked. And demanded justice for being taken advantage of. Aww. Um, 
it's hard to say with him because I feel like he just is selectively stupid. You know, like you want to believe something really bad. And so you I just kind of make excuses of why. I mean, he's got 11 should. million reasons why he's not selectively stupid. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's I would have picked up the, the thing in the thing, like the thing in the freezer, the thing in the thing. Like, the thing know, the it just like, I don't know. I need more than just to touch it in a freezer. I would need more. I don't know that he ever truly touched it. I feel like it's just possible. That he touched it. But I feel like it's possible that he just saw it and thought it was so. Because this guy's not from Georgia. Like, did he fly out there and go touch this thing in the freezer? Maybe. Or maybe. So he, he just, like opened up the freezer and like put his hand in there. Well, oh, real. that's it. That's you it. Found him. Done. Uh, ever going home now. Rubber? No. Yeah. No. So I haven't either. I've not. I'm wondering if frozen rubber, obviously the smell would kind of dissipate, right? When it's frozen. Mm-hmm. And yeah. can you tell the difference between frozen human skin and frozen rubber? Because I've never felt either. Right. I was like, where are we going with this? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> but I'm not a true crime enthusiast either. I heard you can buy like and body parts for a pretty reasonable price if you want to try this. Oh, black market, dark web. Yeah. Not even dark web. Haven't you? There was a huge expose about the the, the <gasps> body market. It was. Is that, that the guy in? It was uh, fascinating. Arizona there, that had the. No, they they busted some buckets? they busted some place in Nevada and I think it was in Vegas and they come to find out doing through this investigation. There's like very little regulation on how you're supposed to store that's body the body parts. That's like, the place that had them in like buckets. Yeah. And they, they had frozen yeah. them. They left them outside. They were thawing out. And then they, I think they lost one. That's how it all got kicked off. Yeah. Well, then, no, it was a, it was a person whose parent was donated to science. Right. And apparently oh. if you donate to science, you basically relinquish all your burial. Yeah. Rights so yeah. Cause you're donating yourself to science, but in reality, you're donating, donating your body to a body broker who is going to sell it off to science. An experiment. A body broker. Yeah. yeah. And then and oh. what's even worse is they come to find out through this investigation, they they were – because it's, it's big money. It's big money in this. And they, they were preying upon uh, less fortunate people that don't have really the means to uh, finance their, their funerals and stuff. And they were getting them to donate their bodies to science. But in reality, it was going to their body brokers and they are getting – yeah, so they were probably getting a discount at the funeral home, and then. So Stan, Stan is now our body broker enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a really great read. What do people do though with these body parts? Like, whatever you yeah. want to do. Who cares? You pay the cash. Who gives a shit? So you know, um, I've already I talked to Dave about this story several times that I want my body when I die to go to a body farm. Where yes, they you you've mentioned that quite a few times on the I show. Know, that's but I think some people like body they'll they'll go to a body broker to get those parts to do that kind of forensic. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather just dedicate your body to like um you know like a college like a cadaver kind of thing? Yeah, but do you no, because you can't donate organs. Yeah. Do you know the you know the colleges buy those those cadavers? They buy them from body brokers. Really. Yeah. Yeah, my, also, my wife went to uh, she, through her master's program up, up in northern San Diego. 
she's an occupational therapist with a new physical therapy too. Uh, they had to, they basically had to dissect the body. So they got those bodies from a body broker and they, they had it taken apart. But also you can't donate your organs if you donate your body as a whole. They won't, if you die, they won't take out those because if you're going to okay. do a dissection for like a medical school, all of they your parts the have to be body. We've switched our segment now to body brokers. Yeah. <laughs> we will. Uh, yeah. We'll get back into Bigfoot. Okay. So Tom Biscardi is also a director, producer, and writer, as well as a radio host of all things Bigfoot, which is why he, how he made all of his money. But it all focuses on Bigfoot. He's not like, he doesn't have a side job. And on the... It was on Tom Biscardi's radio show that it was revealed that the Patterson-Gimlin footage was a hoax because he interviewed, um, which the Patterson-Gimlin recording is the first recorded footage of the Bigfoot. And it's cool footage. I hope we put that on the website because it it's pretty cool. What she's saying honestly. is then put it on the website. Right. <laughs> yeah. That'd be super cool. Kind of like when you say, yeah. we need to take care of this. <laughs> so you know um, that that footage, that... It's pretty cool, though. Woman. No, it's not. It's a man. His name is Bob Hieronymus. No, the Bigfoot in... The said Bigfoot in that in the, in the Patterson-Gillen... Uh, no, because he said when he was interviewed on this radio show that he was the one who was in the suit. No, oh, many uh, people have confessed by the way, to be in that. Oh, story. really? Well, I didn't, I don't know. This Bob Hieronymus says that he was the one in the suit, that Philip Morris was the one who sold the suit to Patterson. Like the tobacco maker? I was just no. going to say that. Philip no. Morris. <laughs> and the camel was like, no, we did it. <laughs> so he sold the suit to Patterson. Patterson had this Bob guy wear it. And then he brought Gimlin along with him to go search for Bigfoot. And this Bob guy said he was in it. He also had to contact Philip to ask him how he could make the shoulders more broad. And he's wearing football pads underneath it, is what he claims. Oh. So um, Patterson took the secret to his grave when he died in the 70s of cancer. But Bob did not and he <laughs> gave it up on the show he just decided he was done also um well that's kind of sad yeah because i i read i read that that they never proved it and just people came out saying they were in the suit but that neither one ever confessed that makes me sad so patterson She's really like, thought he was he was gonna be rich which is why he did it like he yeah. thought he was going to just do it. He was going to give it to the scientific community. They would just accept the film as it was. And then as, he would. Be, as science. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They don't ask questions. They just take it and they're like, sure. Yeah. We don't do so, hypothesis or nothing. But then he was really disappointed because it was only a handful of scientists who even looked at the film. Like he had this whole <laughs> thing and he was like, everyone's just going to take it for my word that it's a film. Right. Like he didn't. He didn't think people could doctor a film. So he just, you know. Uh, so the handful of scientists who actually looked at the film said, you're full of shit and this isn't real. So he took it to Europe. 
And he was hoping <laughs> they'll believe that, anything in Europe. Well, screw yeah. you guys. I'm taking this to Europe. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the hell? I don't mean that to any of our listeners. We love all of you in Europe and beyond. Uh, yes, we do. In fact, maybe we love you more than Americans. Yeah, I don't know. You know, we're, we're kind of shitty people. <laughs> he took it to Europe and he thought that because Europe sometimes has more of an open mind regarding myth and that sort of thing, that they would just take it. Uh, they didn't. They a lot don't of have scientists, scientists there. No, <laughs> the scientists were like, "This is your bullshit." <laughs> um, and then he eventually made a deal with BBC, which is surprising. Um, and it was making the footage part of a docudrama. So he made somewhere around seventy-five thousand uh, dollars. Was that today money or? Back no, then money. back then money. Oh, man. oh my God. What year is that? I know, and I always do it. Look, I have to. I was going to say, you always have inflation. I always do it, and I have it down here, but I didn't do oh, I don't know on. why. I, I always do it. What, do you, what, what is the search term you use? In today's money, and it takes you to the inflation calculator, mm. the U.S., and then, yeah, you just type in. Perfect. That's wonderful. <laughs> so give me a year. Uh, I would say this is 70. Nin- we'll just round it. 1970? 19, yes, 19, not 20. <laughs> 19, 18, 70, what was it, 75K? 75,000, yeah. That was 50% of the proceeds of the docudrama. Or not the proceeds, the... Um, oh, my God, that's like fucking half a million dollars. Yeah. Wow. So in case you're wondering, because it's called... Homes in California. It's called the Patterson-Gimlin film. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is Gimlin? And why is Gimlin not involved at all? Lay it on us. So Gimlin never wanted any of the attention or the fame. He wanted to be paid and let Patterson do all of the publicity. <laughs> nice. Uh, Jen, could we do that? What do you want to invent? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't in on it, Gimlin. He was not because, okay. So Patterson told Gimlin, because they were friends, they were like Bigfoot enthusiasts type people. He was like, you've got to come with me on the trail today. And Gimlin was like, I don't think I want to go today. And so he was basically begging him, like, no, like, this is a good day. They had found tracks in this area. Yeah. So Gimlin's like, fine. They took the horses up. Then the horses went crazy. And this is where the footage came from um so he sold his rights to another researcher gimlin did uh for ten dollars oh my god he was like take oh, it shit. i don't want any of this ten bucks um gimlin, on, we gotta figure this out <laughs> gimlin was a skeptic immediately so he was not like he kind of felt that patterson was taking him for a ride and so, that sucks because now his name is attached to it forever. It he, does, and it from the beginning, actually like no. It actually dissolved their friendship. 60, I could see that. Sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. Sixty-seven. Wow. Not even a good dinner. Um, I mean, yeah. So their friendship didn't survive this. What? He also told a reporter from OutsideOnline.com that. Once it was out, it took a toll on his marriage as well. So he almost got divorced over this. 
because his wife was a bank teller and people would come up to her all the time and ask her and tell her like, oh, do you, you know, Bigfoot, blah, blah, blah. And they'd say, oh, it's a hoax and your husband's stupid and blah, blah, blah. And like oh. she would come home from work being like, I can't do this shit. I can't like. So he felt horrible. Um, and then Patterson was actually arrested after making the film because the camera he rented, which was three hundred and sixty nine dollars. So in today's money, it was. $2,862.50. Really? You did the inflation on that? I did. Yeah, that's an expensive-ass camera. Yeah, that is. So he rented it. Um, So it wasn't returned on time. So the person that he rented it from pressed charges, and there was a warrant issued for his arrest. Oh, wow. So he was eventually he was arrested. He returned the camera in working order, so the charges were dropped. Um. But it's interesting that Patterson made the footage to prove another person's claim. This is why they went up to this particular area was because in 1958, in that area, the same area where they filmed Bigfoot, a man by the name of Ray Wallace made a plaster cast of Bigfoot's footprints there. So, he said, I found it here. So this is why Patterson went to this specific area. But then in 2002, Ray said that footprint was fake. It was a prank. So. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. My existence. So, <laughs> so it was what are you going to do now for work, Stan? <laughs> well, I'll probably work. Oh. And not look at Bigfoot stuff. <laughs> no, it's gonna dive you right down deeper. That's what happened to me. I'm like, wait, so we're prank after prank, prank following prank. Now we're like, everybody's trying to out prank, do whatever. It's like, it's crazy. Turn into like punked. Yeah. Well, the the nuts thing about it is he went up there thinking, well, this guy probably was real with his plaster cast, so it's gonna prove. And further cement what I'm going to say. The prank was so deep. Yeah. It was just, oh, my God, it's like the fucking, <laughs> like, uh, inception. We just don't know where we stand in the world. So it seems that whenever there's proof of Bigfoot, hoaxes turn up. Another hoax. You know why? It's conspiracy. They're just trying to discredit. It's government plants. Yeah. Who are discrediting. So I'm telling you. Yeah, for oh. sure. So much too much to lose here yeah um so one such one one hoaxer paid dearly with his life a 44 year old man named randy lee tenley was killed when he was hit by two cars on a highway in montana highway 93 near casebell montana in 2012 randy or tater as his friends called him <laughs> tater <laughs> You I found believe, that on. I can't his, believe anyone named Tater. I'm sorry. I, well, Tater I found Alan. that on his um, Find a Grave. Have you ever been to that website, findagrave.com? Yeah, I have. Um, yeah, so that was his friends called him Tater. He was wearing a ghillie suit, which is a camouflaged uh, suit to make you fit in with like dense foliage. It kind of looks hairy, whatever. Hunters use it to blend in or military use it for that same purpose. His friend told the highway patrol that Randy was attempting to get someone to report a Bigfoot sighting. So he was dressed. He in ran a in front of their car like they wouldn't flip their shit. Okay, this gets 
this is sadder and sadder. Uh -oh. Um, so good. So he, I like to bring it down. Apparently, I like to, yeah. Um, like that. I imagine so, that. I'm not inviting you to my birthday this year. So he was um, trying to get people to believe that it was Bigfoot. And the two drivers that hit him, because the he got hit by a first car. A chick, a young You're girl. Right. It does get then worse. he was hit in quick succession by another car. The first car was driven by a 15-year-old girl. And I had to look up Montana rules, and okay. you can drive at 15 okay. with a learner's permit oh. at night still. So Poor she was thing. fine. Yeah. She's got her learner's permit, and she's like, I just hit a dude. Dude, this <laughs> happened at 1030 at night. I killed Bigfoot. 1030 at night, this bro was out there running around in a ghillie suit. Why is a 15-year-old like, girl driving around at 1030 at night? Right? Where were her Your parents? Interest? Let's talk about that. 2012. Oh, okay. Well, at 15, like, you could have a job. You know, you could work at Baskin Robbins. Like, I, that's where I worked in high school. I was going to say that's <laughs> random. Okay, and I got off at 11 o'clock. All right. O'clock. All right. Touche. <laughs> so, I stand corrected. I don't know. Um, I did not then, work at 15. The Maybe. second, no, I didn't work at, at 15. I worked at okay. uh, 16. Oh, so yeah, you're so fine to us. Yes. But I'm oh, just saying. We have labor laws. <laughs> yeah, you can't. The second car that was driving in quick succession was a 17-year-old girl. Oh, Jesus. So. What's going on in Montana, guys? It was two teenagers. I really, this, it irritates me that he's doing this at 1030 at night. I don't know if it was a full moon. I mean, it's Montana, right? So there's not a lot of outside streetlights on the highway. But how do you possibly think that these people are going to see you? Be able to stop fast enough. Yeah. So a guy, one of the troopers who was present, uh, he told the L.A. Times that alcohol might have been a factor. Oh, you <laughs> think? In him running across there. But the worst Poor thing Matt. is he, he had a son. He had a, a little boy who mm -hmm. now has to deal with those consequences of his father, which that's. Like, that's, that's as far down as I'm going to go. That's, that's it. Wow, well, bro. literally, could you imagine saying, yeah, my dad died. He was trying to pretend he was Bigfoot. And uh -huh. that's, that's kind of sad. I mean, I don't know. In Montana, that might not be so bad. Like, oh, my father shot himself while he was shooting quail. Or So Montana Highway Patrol Officer Lieutenant Colonel Butch Houseby, which Lieutenant Butch Take away from the lieutenant. For sure. So he said, uh, this is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Really. Is what he told the Los Angeles Times article. There are loads of roadside shops that are shrines to Bigfoot as well. Mm. So I almost went into a couple, but there's just too many to name. So I didn't want wait, to go wait, into wait. it. Like you, uh, I went to one in Washington. I've almost gone into a couple of them. Um, I think I bought Bigfoot jerky in Estes Park, Colorado. Oh, damn it, man. We were just in Colorado, yeah. and we were going to go to Estes Park, but then we decided not to. Shut up. Motherfucker, dude. Up. There you were. All right. So I, I watched Oregon. This. I have a picture next to the wooden statue. Yeah, it's like, but... it's one of my things I want to do, like, someday. I mean, we obviously want to do, like, our trips with our children and stuff, but, uh, or a child. Children soon. Child uh, now. <laughs> but, and I, I. I love Bigfoot. I love Bigfoot. 
lawyer. I love the idea behind Bigfoot. And agreed. Your son is gonna have such a cool um, experience. So, so, so like, so it's like you're so rad. He's we gonna look at you like you're, you're such a tool for probably the first like twelve years <laughs> of his life, and then he's gonna be like, no way, this is rad, man. After he thinks you're there's there's a whole entire like Bigfoot festival in Northern California. Up, yeah, right. Right. yeah. Yep. I want to go to that. So I want to pack okay. up and go. Let me. I will get into it a little bit. Oh, that's wonderful, Jen. Uh, not the California one, but there's. I watched this documentary called "The Town That Loved Bigfoot," and it is a town in Conica County, Alabama, called Evergreen. Officially. Yeah, officially it became the Bigfoot capital of Alabama in November of 2017. That is close. Uh, the mayor, yeah, the mayor of Evergreen wanted to bring revenue to the town. It is a really small town. Um, it's the kind of town that people drive past while on the highway going somewhere else. So not a lot of people stop. And the newspaper in town did a story at the bottom of the page about someone's encounter with Bigfoot. It was a really slow news week and he was just looking for something to kind of like fill up the space. He thought it would be fun. Um, and then he received loads and loads of calls and letters from other people claiming that they had encounters with the human like ape creature. So, and it's all on this, it's right near this place that's called Murder Creek. What? Yeah. Who fucking name like don't name your creek that. No, that's just asking for bodies to be dumped, honestly. So uh most people were anonymous. They were just sending in their letters or calling and they're saying, I I never wanted to say this, you know, out of embarrassment. And then once they posted something or they How convenient post it, they wrote it. So they yeah, they were embarrassed, they didn't want to say anything. They thought that if they signed their name to the bottom of it, that it would be, they'd be looked at as crazy person. So, but once everybody started coming out, it was like, oh, you saw it too. So it wasn't as weird. Um, on a trip out of town, one of the people in Evergreen came across a 2,500 to 3,000 pound Bigfoot statue. Oh. And Bigfoot. I'm like, Jesus Christ. No, they decided that they, needed, they needed to bring it back into town. So it now sits in the town center. It's in the middle of the highway that passes through town, you know, between, I don't know if it's north or south or east or west. I don't know, but it's in like the, the median part of it. Um, and people who are passing through, they get out of their car and they take pictures with it now well, the, I would totally the local that. so the local radio uh host he kept saying on this documentary they get out and ask to have their picture made with the bigfoot so i thought there was some person who was perhaps like doing a caricature of it <laughs> or like he's talking about a fucking photo like he had his picture made Apparently that's what they say down in I had a picture Alabama. Mm-hmm. One of them photograph them thing. It was killing me. You're stupid. Killing me. <laughs> oh, come on. So 
the mayor is hoping that people get out of their car to take a picture or have their picture made with this Bigfoot. And then they get out and they go and like buy stuff at the store and they patronize, you know, the I restaurant would and that sort of buy thing. the shit out of that store. Just so you know, hmm? I would buy the shit out of that store. I'd be like, shut up. Uh, yes, Keychains. Uh, hell yes. Koozies. Yes. Give me two. Yes. Absolutely, dude. I'd be so, so over that. Just stuff animals bigger. That was their whole thing, right? Like they want to get commerce down to their small town because their town. It really sounded like. Uh, did you guys ever watch the movie Cars? No. Yeah. With Lightning McQueen. Oh, you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, how the town radiator station is that what it's called oh like you've never seen it i've been to disneyland california so, yeah california yeah. adventure yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so it sounds like this town is kind of like that like they just wanted people to come in and buy buy stuff and like help the economy and everything so there's so they, some they decided to hit the wagons bigfoot <laughs> <laughs> So some of the people in the town are not happy that they're known as the Bigfoot town. I would and love they that think, record. Yeah, they think it's all hogwash. And uh, one of the commenters on in the movie, this killed me. He said, um, I can't remember his name. Can you do it in your stereotypical Alabama voice, please? Yeah, no, please. because they wouldn't even do it justice. But he said, you can't police them with a pleasing machine. <laughs> and it killed me. I was like, fuck. I, I had to write it down as a quote because I was like, who? you know, I mean, obviously, the you know, you can't please them. You know, they're like unpleasable people. But that fucking quote, it floored me. I loved it. So there is one Bigfoot hunter named Ashley Mc. That's not his name. I wrote it. I think I left a letter out. I think it's McPaul. Um, but I wrote like McFoe. And that's not it. <laughs> Um, Why is he a Bigfoot hunter? God, does he oh, want no, to no. He's a, metal? Sorry, he's not a Bigfoot hunter. He's a Bigfoot searcher, but he is a hunter. So oh, okay. he goes out and he hunts, but he's not looking to kill Bigfoot. He's just okay. searching while he's hunting. Okay. So he has a segment on a local radio show on Wednesday mornings that uh, he talks about his Bigfoot adventures, but he's very concerned. He doesn't want people tracing through the woods because there's a lot of hunters out there and he doesn't want people to get hurt. Really unsafe. So Bobby Hamilton, who is the founder of the GCBRO, which is the Gulf Coast Bigfoot Research Organization. Are they affiliated with the EFRO? Yes, they are. Uh, But this is just his chapter. Ah, nice. Uh, he wants everyone to know that these are not Harry and the Henderson type animals. They have potential to be very violent. He doesn't want anyone to think that they should just go out and try and be romantic with these Bigfoots. By the Jen. way, Harry and the Hendersons, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so good. Really? It's so good. <laughs> it's probably why I like Good Plays. It's very it, 80s. I totally get it. It's it's a classic 80s movie. It's really good. All right. So this town also has a Bigfoot calling contest at their annual Colored Green Festival. Mm. There's a $500 prize. For Bigfoot calling? $500 for making weird sex noises in public. These people make the weirdest fucking noises, I swear to God. 
Um, but and so I wrote in my what? notes while I was watching this in all caps, dude has a tree in his shirt because the guy who won three years in a row had a fucking tree branch sticking out of his shirt so that his head was covered in trees. Like, uh, but fuck, this guy had a collective $1,500 for screaming like Bigfoot. I also watched a movie called The Bigfoot Alien Connection. And you watched this too. Ooh, I did. Now, guys, I haven't watched this yet. Uh, are you guys familiar with uh, Ancient Aliens? Yes. This tie-in in any way? Yes. Oh, uh, great. It's one of my favorite drinking games is Ancient Aliens. Yes. Drinking game. So that's a that's game? A it's really simple. So there's only three rules. And anytime there's a question that goes unanswered. Giorgio Gio. What's his name? Giorgio. I can't even remember. Gio Sampalis. He's Greek. And he's got a really horrible tan. The guy with his hair. Worse so than looks- Trump. Yeah. I was going to say like Trump. Mm-hmm. No, it's worse. So, Aaron, anyways, the three rules of drinking ancient aliens is throw, first throw on an episode of, drink, of ancient aliens, and then anytime a question comes across that's unanswered, you drink. Anytime they say ancient astronaut theorist, you drink. Anytime that uh, Von Daniken, the guy third to the god, he wears a blue blazer, you can't miss him. Anytime he comes on, you drink. So, he's not on as much in the later episodes, but in the earlier ones, he is. But literally the first part of the show is questions flying across the screen that just go on it. So you just hold your beer up and drink for like 30 seconds. Also, when my dog walks around the coffee table and knocks (laughs) over beers, you drink. (laughs) This film, The Bigfoot Alien Connection, talks about just what the title says, which is the possibility that Bigfoot is not of this world and that he is a visitor who can come and go through portals and travels by way of orbs and lights. So they call Bigfoot a non-human intelligent alien being. And in this line of belief, Bigfoot is an interdimensional being who visits. And when it is spotted, it leaves through the portal to the other dimension. This is why that they're. uh, Oh, why they can't catch him. Yeah, well, and they're seen in forests that are nearby to energy-rich environments or the areas that have ley lines or vortexes or other energy concentrations. Very interesting. I might have to watch this. There's, I can't remember the website. Uh, I was at work one day. I was bored out of my mind. I'm like, you know, I'm going to look at Bigfoot shit. And this guy had written, he made a webpage. He'd written this long-ass, like, diatribe on, like, Bigfoot and sentient being and being able to travel interdimensionally and on top of that another layer was that the lizard people are trying to hunt bigfoot <gasps> down and take him out like, we like lizard people so it oh, was great it was great far out there it was a Wait, super is far out there jesus um i mean maybe. no it's justin bieber the lizard people duh right <laughs> all right okay so The First Nations folklore says that the Sasquatch travels in its spirit form, which is what explains the orbs of light visible in known Bigfoot areas. Mm. So they travel in their spirit form. So then they they're like vampires and bats. Right. So they're like a bat. They're flying around their orb and then they appear as Bigfoot and then they go back to their orb. Fascinating. Yeah. Are they really bats? No, I said like vampires and bats, those equations. Didn't you take oh. the SATs? 
This is like that. This is like that. This is not did like that. This SAT? is not like that. I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't remember that question on the SAT. With, yeah, with the brains on bread over here. <laughs> That's your tool. <laughs> didn't take those back then. We just wrote <laughs> on stone tablets. Okay. So one of the most common themes is when you are near a Bigfoot, you get an overwhelming sense that you are being watched. Due to their superior capabilities, they can be invisible. <gasps> yes. Damn. One person all. said, yeah, one person said it like this. They have a cloaking ability, and he calls it the quote-unquote predator effect. Like Ooh, if you watch the movie. Which where we talked yeah. about on the Skinwalkers. Yeah. So thing. it's. It's invisible, but it's still visible so, in a manner. So Bigfoot has Skinwalker tech. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why they were all on Skinwalker Ranch, and they had the black box. See, yeah. I'm totally, I'm totally drawn to this theory of Bigfoot more than like I'm gonna rip your face off and kill you, Bigfoot. It makes a lot more sense. To yeah. Be <laughs> I'm Team Alien. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, they also are thought to be telepathic, which is what we talked about earlier. Um, it's something that's common among people who they're called Bigfoot contactees mm -hmm. is how they describe themselves. Um, and they talk about that they're not speaking verbally, but rather communicating through thoughts and also feelings. So it's somehow projected that Bigfoot it's is an projecting. Impact. Yeah, they're, they're projecting a feeling of either safety or like a like you should be afraid. So it depends on what it's projecting to you. Along the same vein of aliens is a theory that Bigfoot is a robot entity but that I, is controlled. All right, settle down. It's controlled dumb. by other beings and the orbs are drones. Give me a fucking break. So, what is this? The Hall of Presidents? It's it's the alien. The alien has drones that are orbs, and then when they think it's safe, they project then Bigfoot. Hey, I'll I'll, I'll entertain it. I'll Is entertain that, it. But come on, like I don't want to show you my alien form, so I'm gonna show you fucking Bigfoot to fit in. Okay. I mean, well, no. So this, let me tell are you. Are they Wookies? They're Wookies, so aren't they? It's almost like the superior alien beings investigated our world. And they thought of something that could be elusive, but used to their advantage. So they could observe people. So you and also, dog. in this documentary, they also say that once you start investigating them, meaning Bigfoot, they investigate you. So it's like once you start calling them, so they come to you. That makes no sense. Like, if, if you have the tech to make a Bigfoot robot... Why wouldn't you just make a human robot and be like fully integrated? You know what? That's a called out. Great. So what, if it's not, so what if it's not that good? What if it's only like <laughs> semi good and it glitches the fuck out? If you were like an a human and you like glitched, like fuck, you, people would be like, no. First of all, it happens all the time. Check out our glitch in the matrix on Reddit. Like, not unusual. Things happen. This is what happened to me last night when I texted you and said I went down a pretty big rabbit <laughs> hole. I went to fucking Reddit. Let me tell you. Oh, man. Our Bigfoot on Reddit is one of my favorites. I love it. Okay. It was wild. You're telling me that, that the aliens have enough tech to get us 
get them here and make a little micro orb drones, but they don't have enough technology to make a good functioning human robot. They're learning. They're learning. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. The um in the Himalayas, when they short circuit, if they're like Yeti and abominable, uh, abominable, abominable. Right. You know what? Hey, you know yeah. what you can find if uh if your robot Yeti dies or your robot Bigfoot dies, a metal skeleton is part of your robot. That's true. Do they have to? Change? All right, I'm out on that. You guys convinced me. I'm out <laughs> on that. I don't believe it. So a guy called Ron Moorhead recorded what's known as the Sierra sounds, and it's the vocals of Bigfoot. Yes. that were recorded for the first time in the Sierra Mountains in California. And they have been studied by crypto-linguists mm. from the military. Crypto-linguists. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I know what a cryptologist is, but I didn't know there were linguists. Yeah, crypto-linguists. Cunning linguists. I believe you. I'm not doubting you. I just didn't know that. That's cool. So Do they speak the conclusion- Probably. All right. The conclusion is that Bigfoot can mimic all animals, including humans. The crypto linguist said that it was clear by the sounds on the tape that they were there were two that were communicating with themselves. But my thought is, if they're telepathic, why the fuck are they speaking out loud unless it's to invite human people to come voyeur? Their communications. Maybe they. Well, maybe they can't can do other Sasquatches because they can block it. So there's there's this another rabbit hole I've been down uh, <laughs> on the YouTube's uh, Sasquatch Ontario, I believe was the, the the user that I was watching the videos and the guy claims to be in contact with Bigfoot. There's no like photo evidence there's just audio evidence and there's some very weird vocalizations i'm not saying it's real mm-hmm. i'm not saying it's fake uh there's been some drama in the community about those two i'm not saying an ex- expert in that community either but everybody always tries to discredit each other right if anybody has anything that they think is legitimate Every, if there's money to be made like they're gonna try and discredit each other any way they can yeah of course so uh the guy he's pretty much saying like that they choose they choose to have you hear it i will get to it i will get to it because i Take also learned that with god damn it <laughs> what would she say <laughs> when i say i'll get to it i say it all the time you have to drink that's okay word. i'll get to it this brings me to another reason they are thought to be an intelligent being a sign of in- intelligence i wrote intellect but i think what i meant to say was intelligent one of the signs of it is humor so if you're an advanced, I like him. If he's funny, I like it. Yeah. So, but also <laughs> I think animals are pretty funny sometimes. Maybe they don't mean to be. So maybe I just was miscommunicating with that. But my dog anyway. is ridiculous. Your dog's out of control. <laughs> she's but she's adorable. What kind of dog? Wait, really quick. Golden Retriever. Aw, big really dog. pretty. Like I really big pretty. Dog. Mm-hmm. Prettier yeah, than Zoe. Shepherd. A shepherd and a. Yeah, my dog would like you doing. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I can't. You can't. I'm just playing, kid. Kid. I'm used to saying kid. So, because of uh, the idea that you have to have a higher intelligence to be funny or to be like, um, 
that's what I'm looking for. Just, like ironic, you know, yeah, like you're to understand mm-hmm. a joke. Yeah. So this was a bit of the film that, uh, if you believe it, the Hauser House in Montana sits atop five vortexes. What? Wow. Five vortexes. It has a house of mystery, which sits at an 18 degree angle. I saw this guy. I saw this guy. I so want to go there. I'm sorry. I'm done. I was super excited, though, when I saw that freaking (laughs) house. I'm so there. We are going there. I only want to go there. there. We're going there. That looks like so much fun. And he looks like a super chill guy. Okay. So in this house, Hauser is talking about the. Bigfoot being invisible. He's got, you know, the producers of this movie. They're all sitting in the house. The house sits 18 degree tilt. And while filming, Joe Hauser is talking about how Bigfoot is invisible. And he says that um, when he's alone in this house, he hears, it's kind of like a cabin. So Mm -hmm. it's only like maybe 20 by 10. It's very small. So he's saying that when he's alone in this house, he can hear like an 800 pound person, presumably Bigfoot, walking through the house. Like he, he hears the footprints and can hear the house moving under the footprints, uh, but he doesn't see him. That's so crazy. all of a sudden in the film, there is a moth that appears and it flies right in front of the camera. And it is it's like it's lit up from within. Like it's got like the bioluminescence, like um and it's visible for 20 30 seconds and then it disappears i mean it's like it didn't come from anywhere and it doesn't go anywhere and this is what they were talking about uh in the movie of bigfoot's humor is that they were talking about how big he was so he's Ah. a really small like tinkerbell looking moth that's cool actually so that kind of see that's the bigfoot i want ding got Mm -hmm. him Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone, a Bigfoot you could drink a beer with. Yeah. Smoke a joint, you know. Kind of beer is Bigfoot drink. Oh, I don't know. I gotta think on that. Good. All right. Know. He's gotta be having IPAs. He's really? always up in the north, like area. Oh, yeah. He's he a, prefers the Cascade hops. He's a snob. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. I respect that. Probably makes his own with his own like Bigfoot hair and juice. Urine. Maybe Probably that's what IPAs come from. Bigfoot urine. Fuck you. They don't. All right. Don't even oh, drink IPAs. I do. I drink IPAs. That's all I drink is IPAs other than uh, my random course. No, I thought we had a discussion where you don't drink. Who the fuck was I talking to then? Never mind. I don't know, but I'm fairly certain my last two days of drinking two six packs of IPAs would tell you different because my body is feeling it. (laughs) I definitely don't need to do that. There's so much fun, though. So the producers had a gamma radiation thing. You know all about this, right? The Hulk. Gamma radiation. Yeah, Uh, Hulk. And it registered 30 clicks per minute in the house. And then right outside the house, it registered... 20 clicks per minute. So there was something happening inside the house. Hmm. There's also a hot spot in New Mexico on a regular residential piece of land in a shed outside a house. And they oh. call it All Moon Land. 
lab, lab, all lab. <laughs> they probably do call it lab. Lab. It's New Mexico. It's not Alabama. Oh, true. So, Sorry. <laughs> get my dialects in control. There are uh, lots of paranormal things that happen. And in shed. I want that shed. In the my shed. shed nothing. It okay. just sits there. Like I'm not going to get into it. I didn't even write it in my notes, but there is some serious paranormal shit. The people who owned this house before them had a son who died by suicide. And oh. they had handprints that were like in this shed area. And it was only three hand, like three fingers, like a paw sort of thing. But it was like the size of a human hand. And there were vocals that were recorded that were really fucking creepy. I didn't, it bothered me so much. I didn't even go down. I'm totally doing this shed. We're doing it. No, it's serious. So in this shed, uh, they, they do this thing with Bigfoot. That's a practice called gifting. So inside the shed, there's all sorts of weird noises that go on when no one's in there. But outside of the shed, they have a camera hooked up to, like, watch this little platform. And there's, um, like, blocks of, of numbers and letters. And in the blocks, these people put up uh, thanks for the gifts because this Bigfoot apparently hears what they what these people talk about. Uh, in their conversations. And one of the times they were joking that like, I just need a big bag of gold, you know, like I just need money or whatever it was. So atop of this guy's camper on the awning was left a gold, uh, like a uh, bullet shell. Casing. Yeah. Bullet casing. That was from like the 1800s. And so oh, that wow. was kind of like their, you know, he, he was clever. Like he thought, oh, I always need gold. So the gold was left. Top. It was like an eight foot awning thing. So like it was just placed on top. They put on the spelling, the letter thing, thanks for the gift. And they have a camera that's on top of this thing. And apparently he comes down like Mission Impossible style and like lowers himself down and does his shit and raises up because he's never caught on camera. But it spelled out welcome when it said thank you for the gift. And it said welcome, but it used it used a three for E and a four for C. Like there wasn't enough letters. Okay. And in the movie, it really does look like what they're saying is true. Of course it does, because right, they've got an agenda to push. Um, but I was like, holy shit, he's real. Like, I, I was totally in on it. Uh, it but there's a, a cryptologist, Dr. Esteban, who says he believes Bigfoot came from Asia and he's some kind of primate animal. So that was kind of a back and forth I was battling with because, like, it's either he's primate from Asia or he is he's really, like, really smart. Yeah. Or he's an alien. There's no real in-between. It's like he's either... Uh, the in-between is he will kill you and destroy your camp and <laughs> yes. eat your face. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of shit. I don't... I mean, it's crazy. But I will say, like, 
every from everything I watched, I watched a lot of weird shit. Sure. I am on Team Alien. I I I prefer that. that I figured that thought. from your text messages. <laughs> I did. I was I, texting her all day yesterday. Which I've never been on that that roller coaster only because I've never really heard it until now. You saw so, it's been this elusive creature. Right. So on the BFRO website, yeah, I believe it's probably BFRO.com or your whatever. Or, or. <laughs> yeah. Just put in BFRO on Google, you'll find it. Uh, it's really cool because you can go and search like your area. You can go and be like California and go to San Diego. I've listened to your podcast before, Aaron, and I'm going to get biased towards San Diego uh, instead of branching it out to the rest of the country. But because it always comes back to San Diego. Well, I mean, I mean, always. is there really the rest of the world? Is no. there? No. Uh, anyways, so you can like look it up. You go to California, you go to San Diego, and there's like a really good one for San Diego that talks about a guy that lived in Alpine before Alpine was ever developed into like this. Which makes sense. Big place it is now. That's near you. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. And <a>, so <laughs> he had experiences with said Bigfoot-like creature, and it wasn't like violent or anything. And he said he would go out and spend time with him, and. They moved away and did their own thing, but he said it, it was a time in his life he'll never forget the experiences he had, and like he learned a lot from those creatures. Okay, if I fucking was hanging out with Bigfoot, I would never move. Right. That would be that. Like, I'm sorry, I'm best friends with Bigfoot. I'm gonna stick around. Yeah, no. it's, it's, that would be when Aaron gets into a romantic relationship with Bigfoot and it turns sour, and she had to. Oh move. no, Jen gets all jealous. <laughs> we, Wait, is that why you're moving out? to Pennsylvania? Is that why you're moving? Because your Bigfoot relationship got sour? Don't tell my husband. <laughs> I don't want him to know. But now that I know there's Bigfoots in Pennsylvania, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, you might just hook up with a cousin. You know? Like, hey, you know Fred? Yeah, me too. It's fucking wild, though. It is wild. It's kind of like, you know, when you start getting into the... We've talked uh, at length several times about religion on the podcast and how certain things connect. It's kind of that way with Bigfoot. It's like it there's connects to everything. Every, yeah. Everything that like every continent, everything, there's a connection. It's like when the, you talk about Jesus Christ. The stock like, market. Yeah, the stock market. That is God, basically. I mean the stock I, market is God. It definitely picks who we pick for president. But let's not get political. <laughs> Just saying. I was going to say, you are about to go in a dangerous situation. I'm not. I'm the last person to talk about politics. Hey, speaking of politics, though, did you hear that that there's there's an asteroid coming to Earth the day before the election? (laughs) So, okay. so But it's only 6.5 feet long. So, bugging? Yeah. Well, it's not inflation. No, but like we have... We have these two hurricanes like going to the same place right now. And I, t- I told my husband last night, I'm like, you know, they're going to hit. And he goes, why? I go, because it's 2020. Anything is possible. That's what Did you see the meme that said um, a guy walks into a bar and says, I'd like a Corona and two hurricanes. <laughs> and he said, great, that'll As be 2020. <laughs> No, I have it, but I would totally put that on our page. 
It's hilarious. Why didn't you send that to me? Who the fuck are you? Because I don't even know how to work my own fucking shit. Just I don't screenshot know how to it and send it to me. All right. Maybe I will. You doing whippets, Jim? No, the, the boy had his gun here. The boy had his gun. You know. Yeah. Boys and their guns. All right. Well, we should say bye. Oh, are we done? I mean, I don't. Do you have anything else to add? I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much for this. Thank you so much for coming on. You're yeah, so really fun. You can come <laughs> back anytime again. You know, Mark Vaughn, if we got the four of us on here, it would be. Yeah, let me know when you're doing the body broker one. Yeah, for sure. We should do a body broker one. <laughs> a body what? Oh, bo- oh, absolutely. Body broker. I heard bodybuilder. I was like, I'm not into it that. It takes for like three to five seconds to get. Yeah, that's all right. You know. <laughs> I'm a little slow. I'm blonde and Polish. It's not really my fault. Genetics. <laughs> All right. Well, um, take care and be kind to everyone because, you know, everyone's fighting a really fucked up battle because we're all. We're all in 2020. Dead. Yeah. So take care of each other. Uh, and like we said before, watch out your for your elders, but don't talk to them. But don't talk to them. You're going to give them COVID. <laughs> You're going to give them COVID. Oh, Watch like, out for them. Loneliness. I mean, they could talk to them. He's like FaceTimers. Yeah, or like talk to them across the street. Don't get too near them. You know. Oh, also, did you want to give a shout out to your wife? Because we usually, if people come on our show, they give a shout out to their. Uh, it's my wife. She's a super mommy. Today was especially trying. Her boy being a little bit on the feeling under the weather. And she's Aww. so good at what she does. Thank you, lady. You're so wonderful. We love you, and thank you. Yeah, thank you for letting us borrow your husband for a couple hours. Yeah, he was super funny. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. I have to go make dinner. Love you guys. Ciao.